It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Just go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your first order. How's everybody doing? Bill Rossetti back with you on a Friday. Hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Welcome to a Friday edition. A couple things to get into on this Friday. We're going to touch on the players that Pro Football Focus, uh, or the Panthers that Pro Football Focus named in their top 100 players of the decade, because we got a few of them, which was really nice to see, including one in the top 10, which is really no surprises all. Uh, we'll get into that, and we'll touch on the USA Today record predictions that were dropped yesterday, specifically uh, the not-so-great record for the Carolina Panthers, even worse than uh, some of us have been starting to think a little bit. You know, like me, for example, I'm thinking 5-11, and 6-10. and 10. Not quite that high if you haven't seen the, the USA Today article, so we'll get into that. Um, I did say that I was going to try to get the uh, the Josh Klein interview up today, but uh, unfortunately, I've been having some kind of issue with the uh, the file being downloaded. I don't know if the file if it got corrupted or what happened as it was converting from the website. So uh, it's not letting me uh, convert to MP3 or anything like that. So you know, we'll we'll try again. Hopefully, uh, we'll get it up another time. So. Uh, apologies on that, but uh, we will definitely try to get Josh uh, on the show again at some point here. But uh, what I do want to touch on first, like I said, is the um, the PFF All-Decade team that was just unveiled, and we'll start right at, we'll start right at the top. I think there were about four players from the Carolina Panthers that made it onto the list. Uh, the the top player, no surprise was Luke Keekley coming in at number 10 on the list. PFF writes, PFF's work deals a lot in percentiles, ranking players against the rest of their peers according to what percentage of them they are above or better than. 
For his career, Luke Keekley effectively became the 100th percentile. He had a run of five seasons with an overall PFF grade above 90, and his 2015 season is the highest single-season grade PFF gave to a linebacker in over a decade. For his career, Keekley allowed a passer rating of just 86.0 when targeted in coverage, around 20 points lower than the average pass that targets a linebacker. I mean, I don't think there's really much that needs to be said. Luke Keekley, without a doubt, deserves to be uh, the top player, uh, and he is the highest linebacker on this list, no surprise. Um, you know, I'll just run through the top nine just so you can kind of see where where he was in relation uh, on this list. Number one, of course, was Tom Brady. Number two was Aaron Donald. Three, Drew Brees. Four, Richard Sherman. Five, Rob Gronkowski. Six, Aaron Rodgers. Seven, Vaughn Miller. Eight, Julio Jones. Nine, J.J. Watt. And then Luke Keekley came in at number 10. Uh, and he was and he was by far the uh, the highest Panther uh, on this list. There were, of course, a few other former longtime Panthers on here. Um, I mean, Gerald McCoy was on the list, but of course he was only there for one season. So how much you want to count him is obviously up to you. But Jordan Gross, actually, ironically, right behind Gerald McCoy, McCoy was at 72. Jordan Gross comes in at number 73, the longtime uh, left tackle for the Carolina Panthers. So PFF wrote, Jordan Gross retired after the 2013 season and now looks a far cry from one of the most dominant offensive linemen of his generation. Still, it speaks to his quality that just a few years from him to begin the decade was enough to see him rank this highly on the list. Gross had an overall PFF grade north of 75 every season we graded him and actually signed off on top with the second best grade of his career. He was a stalwart at left tackle for the Panthers and a better player than his career accolades would suggest. And without a doubt, uh, Jordan Gross was certainly one of the best. And again, he only played a couple years this decade, but he was still just as strong those uh, those last few years of his career than he was uh starting his career in 2003 and all those years in the 2000s. So uh, certainly makes a lot of sense here that Jordan Gross is on the list here. And I believe there were uh, a couple others as I skimmed through uh, this list here. Yeah, there were two others that we have on here. So Steve Smith at number 90 and Greg Olson at number 81. So if we look at... uh, if we look at those two, see what PFF wrote about them. So we go check out Steve. We'll check out Steve Smith first. Again, number 90 overall. They write Steve Smith was drafted in 2001, so most of his best seasons predate the past decade. But he was so good that even in the second half of his career, he was one of the best receivers PFF has seen. Smith was an incredibly physical presence, breaking double-digit tackles after the catch in six of the seven seasons he played this decade. Smith was as or Smith was a dynamic and complete receiver, bringing an attitude to the position that couldn't have hurt. He had five straight seasons with a PFF grade of 79 or better in the decade. 
And then at number 81 was tight end Greg Olson. One of the best receiving tight ends of his generation, Greg Olson is still going, despite being drafted all the way back in 2007. Olson dropped just 27 passes in the decade, or less than 5% of the catchable targets thrown his way. He was also consistently one of the most open receivers in the game, giving his quarterback an attractive place to go with the football more often than not. Olsen's blocking was never at the level of players like Rob Gronkowski, but it was less a weakness earlier in the decade than it became later in his career. Uh, so certainly all four are uh, very deserving to be on the list, but one name that was not on this list was Cam Newton. And so take that take that how you will, that um, you know, despite being certainly one of the better quarterbacks throughout the decade, he did not make this top 100 list and you know obviously injuries later in the in the decade may have played a fact uh, played a factor in that uh, the fact that he only played in one Super Bowl and lost it maybe that was a factor I don't know what exactly the case was you know again if we're talking about PFF grades we know Newton uh, didn't have some great grades uh, the last couple seasons and certainly last season where you know he was really I guess kind of in the eyes of PFF, a little non-existent uh, in the two games that he played in. So, again, take that however you will, that Cam Newton was not on the list of uh, top 100 players of the decade by PFF. But we did get four former Panthers here in, uh, in Luke Keekly, Greg Olson, Steve Smith, and Jordan Gross. And, again, you could, you know, you had a one-time Panther, Gerald McCoy, uh, and Charles Tillman was also on, on the board, was also a former Panther, uh, but those first four are, you know, the four uh, most most well-known, obviously. So good to see those guys make the list, and, um, you know, we'll see what happens as we start the uh, 2020s decade. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Before we continue on, of course, today's show is being brought to you by our friends at BuiltBar.com, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar, and that is absolutely true because, like I said, I've had a couple of these myself. They are absolutely delicious because they use uh, pure chocolate, not the uh, not the stuff you use or you see in uh, other protein bars. The, this tastes like genuine chocolate, you know, so... You don't have to worry about uh, you, you could have the you can have the enjoyment of eating a, a candy bar, but one that's actually healthy for you. For example, uh, there's uh, the the peanut butter brownie flavor, 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, only three grams of sugar, and only three grams of net carbs. So these are all uh, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. So they're very healthy for you. And again, they taste great. Uh, 16 different flavors like peanut butter brownie, mint chocolate, uh, toffee almonds, raspberry cream. A lot of different, uh, a lot of different flavors uh, depending on what your uh, what your taste is. 
But um, eight chocolate and nut flavors, eight chocolate and nut-free flavors. And again, the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're very easy to chew. You know, you're, you're not eating even with the nut flavors. You're not going to have a hard time eating these because these are very choosy, or very chewy, excuse me, uh, and very delicious. And again, thank you so much to Built Bar for um, for giving us a chance to try these. And they are, and don't just take my word for it. If you want to try these for yourself, uh, all the great flavors they have, just go to builtbar.com, use the promo code locked on, and you'll get ten dollars off your first order. Again, promo code locked on promo code or use the promo code locked on at builtbar.com and get $10 off your first order. So as we look now at the uh, the USA Today predictions that dropped on Thursday from national writer Nate Davis. Uh, again, as I said at the top, uh, I just quick said five or six wins I thought is a possibility for the Carolina Panthers. Nate Davis isn't even that high. On the Panthers. He only has the Panthers winning three games next season. Now, they they don't go into, uh, you know, who beats who, obviously. They don't have, like, all the the results here. Uh, at least during the regular season, we just see the records. But only three wins he has for the Carolina Panthers. That would be tied for the second-worst record in the National Football League. Based on his projections, he has the Jaguars going three and thirteen, and he has the Bears going three and thirteen. Uh, the only team that Nate has with a worse record than those teams, including the Panthers, would be the New York Giants, who he has only winning two games. So he is projecting right now that the New York Giants will hold the number one pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, which is would be very interesting because again it's obviously the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes that would make for a very interesting decision for the Giants do they stick with Daniel Jones and go somebody else at number one do they uh, and you know pick somebody else at number one whether that's one of the edge guys or uh, Jamar Chase whatever the case may be do they stick with Daniel Jones and try to auction off the pick for one of the quarterback needy teams like the Panthers, like the Jaguars, uh, perhaps the Bears, someone that wants to trade up for Trevor Lawrence. Or do they take Trevor Lawrence themselves and say goodbye to Daniel Jones? That would be very interesting uh, if the Giants land the number one pick. Uh, as far as what he says about the Carolina Panthers, he writes, a new coach with limited NFL experience, new playbooks on both sides of the ball, new quarterbacks, or new quarterback with uh, six starts in the past four years, and uh, three uh, no Luke Keekley, uh, three divisional opponents who project as tough outs. A rough ride seems likely, and in fact, two of his three wild cards actually come from the NFC South. His uh, projected NFC South standings are the Saints winning the division at twelve and four, the Buccaneers getting to 10 and 6 and getting the top wild card and then the Falcons at 9 and 7 who he then projects as the number 6 seed. Uh, and then he has the Eagles getting the third wild card at 9 and 7. In fact, his uh, playoff standings would be the Saints at 12 and 4, the uh, the 49ers 49ers also 
at 12 and 4. Uh, then he has the uh, the Packers winning the North at 10 and 6, and the Cowboys winning the East at 10 and 6. And then again, his three wild cards would be the Buccaneers, the Falcons, and the 49ers. Uh, and his NFC playoffs are actually the 49ers over the Eagles, the Falcons over the Packers, and the Buccaneers over the Cowboys. Then he has the Buccaneers over the 49ers in the divisional and the Saints over the Falcons. So he's got an all-NFC South, NFC Championship game, the Saints against the Buccaneers, and he's got the Saints winning. And then for the record, his NFC or his AFC playoff seeds, Ravens 1, Chiefs 2, uh, Colts 3, Bills 4, uh, Steelers 5, Broncos 6, Titans 7. So he's got an AFC Championship rematch in the wild card. And he's got the Chiefs winning again. So the Chiefs over the Titans, Colts over the Broncos, and the Steelers over the Bills on wild card weekend. Then the divisional, he's got the Chiefs over the Colts, Ravens over the Steelers, and then the Ravens over the Chiefs. And his Super Bowl prediction is the Saints over the Ravens. So, so that just goes to show you how much, how tough he believes the NFC South is going to be for the Carolina Panthers. Three of his final four in the NFC all come from the South, and he's got two of those teams making it to the NFC Championship game. So, I would imagine he's got the Panthers going 0-6. Uh, in the in the division, you know, again, it doesn't really say who, uh, you know, doesn't go into regular season results other than the final record. So we don't know what three games he actually has them winning. My guess would be maybe, maybe the Redskins week sixteen, uh, maybe the uh, maybe the Bears in week six, maybe the Lions week eleven. I don't know, but three and thirteen is uh, Nate Davis's f- current prediction now. For the Panthers as we sit here on May 15th. So again, take that for what it's worth. I think the Panthers can at least maybe get to double that. I, I think six wins could still be possible just because of the talent that this team has on offense. I, I think they're going to score enough points in some of these games that uh, they, they could steal a couple of games just on the heels of their offense. So we'll see what happens. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So with that, I think it's a good spot to to wrap it up here. Again, I'm sorry I wasn't able to get the Josh Klein interview up. Uh, You know, technology sometimes fails on you from time to time so it happens we'll try to figure it out and if we can we'll get it up as soon as we can but um other than that hope you guys had a great week and hope you guys have yourselves a a great weekend thanks as always for tuning in and we will see you monday when we do it again here on the locked on panthers podcast until then bill resetti signing off take care everybody and we'll see you soon
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.